When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I believe you can make the money and get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And I'm bringing you the information and the conversations to help you do just that. Welcome to day five of the Lost and Found Challenge, where I have challenged myself to commit to 30 days of prayer, journaling, and podcasting. So from December 1st through December 31st, I'm dropping a solo sermon every single day. Now, today's solo sermon was inspired by these social media streets on yesterday. So as y'all know, um, the video episode, the interview episode for this week featured the host of Harley Initiated, which is a podcast. These are two black guys, two black men, um, and they have a relationship based podcast and they have all kinds of guests on talking specifically to and about black women, which a lot of this content is for. Why? Because we are the consumers of this content. We are sharing it. We are keeping it going. We are having these conversations. And I'm definitely, you know, crafting my conversations and my questions around black women because that's who I'm serving. That's who I'm speaking to. That's who is tuned in and watching. And so as I know, because of my background, you know, with the Single Wives Club specifically, building that business for single women as an educational resource and being met with so much resistance, so much defensiveness as I was creating and sharing resources for single women who wanted to become wives. And it was all education-based, all of these personal development classes and resources and workshops and trainings and events all centered around helping you become a better woman before you become a wife. That was the whole mission. And when I tell you, I got all types of comments and excuses and reasons why I should not have to do anything for a man why should I have to take a class why don't he go take a class and it was always either an excuse a deflection or a rebuttal as to why you should not have to do something why somebody else should and my um message then and now is that you are doing this for you you're you're anything that you invest in personally is always going to be a positive investment in you. I don't think that you should look at anything or do anything with the sole intention of doing this to please someone else. So I don't think you should do anything quote unquote for a man. I think that anything that you are doing should be things that you are choosing to do and things that you are choosing to do because this is an investment in who you want to become so that you can have what you want to have. I believe you got to be 
than you can do so that you can have. You have to become the woman. You got to become the woman who does the thing so that you can have what you want to have. So you have to become the woman who thinks like a wife, shows up like a wife, behaves like a wife, carries herself like a wife, respects herself like a wife. However you um, categorize or describe or define this role that you aspire to, if you aspire to, in this case, these women were here. These single women were here because this is something they were saying there they aspired to. So whatever, however you describe this woman that you desire to be, you got to start becoming her now. Okay, so that was my message. Become her. So do start doing the things and then you can actually have that life. Get in that energy now. And the excuses, the rebuttals, the aggression that I was met with literally was the reason why I ended up you know, moving out of that business because here I was trying to serve people who didn't really want to do any work. They really wanted a matchmaker. They really wanted me to drop somebody off at their doorstep. And then even if I did that, they still wouldn't know what to do with it. They still wouldn't be able to piece together a healthy, happy relationship because they were not willing to do the work. The point of today's solo sermon, bringing this back to today, the point of this solo sermon is that I believe in order for us to truly, truly live whatever life we desire to live, become whoever we desire to become, it's going to have to start with some accountability. This whole concept of being a grown woman, this whole grown woman TV, being a grown woman requires growth. Being a grown woman requires accountability. Being a grown woman requires being able to stick around for some tough conversations instead of running at the first sight of disagreement. Being a grown woman uh, is going to require you to be, be willing to take an introspective look at who you are, how you are, why you are the way you are, how you're showing up in the world, and what it is that we can do to get you from where you are now to where you desire to be. Not based on any set of circumstances that anybody is putting off on you. I am solely talking about you getting to where you want you to be. What is it going to take? Honestly, what is it going to take for you to get there? And then if what you're doing now, if what you're getting now is not in alignment with what you want, then you have to take a hard look. You got to have an, uh, a, a tough conversation with yourself about the common denominator in all of this. Instead of literally being an insane person, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. So instead of you literally operating in insanity and repeating the same behaviors, the same thoughts, the same mindsets, the same beliefs, the same actions, saying the same words, speaking those same limiting words over yourself. If if you are going to go out here and continue to do the same thing over and over again, you're going to continue to get the same result. You cannot expect anything differently if, if you are not willing to accept a different perspective, consider a different opinion and be willing to actually do some things differently. So today is all about owning your ish. And I'm specifically talking to Women who consider themselves to be high achieving, quote unquote, high value, successful women. Because in my experience, we are the ones who don't want to listen. And I'm saying we, 
Okay, because this is a we thing. It's not a you thing. It's a we thing. We are the ones that don't want to listen. We are the ones that believe because we've had so much, so much success in some areas or certain areas or most areas of our lives. We know it all. Right. We've accomplished all of these things. So we must have the cheat code. We must know all of the answers. And I am here to say, and I'm saying this even to myself, it's a constant reminder that just because you've accomplished something in a certain area of your life does not mean that you are the end all be all. You are the Buddha. You have all of the answers. There is always someone beyond you, outside of you. I believe that God has sent to support you. But if you are not even willing to consider another opinion, if you are not even willing to have a conversation that goes against or is not in alignment with your initial thought, you can't even consider that there may be another way of thinking or another way of doing outside of what you've been consistently or comfortably or historically doing, then you're going to find yourself stuck, stressed out, mad with an attitude. Okay. Out here acting bad because you are making bad decisions. And those bad decisions are based on the fact that you think you know it all. You are not willing to consider even someone whose opinion is worthy, even someone whose opinion you might be paying for, because we will be out here hiring coaches, signing up for these mentorship programs, going to therapy and still not listening. Okay, speaking of, I was literally one of the podcasts I'm producing um, the single season. One of the episodes featured a therapist and the therapist in on this episode was talking about the successful single women, like this type of woman, the woman that you look at, you might follow her on Instagram and you find out she's single and you like, what? Why is she still single? That type of woman. She seems to have it all together. She is killing the game, whatever the game is, like whatever she's doing in her lane, she's doing that thing, but she's single. That specific woman is who they were talking about as her clients that come to her for therapy. And she said, one of her uh, um, observations of this specific type of woman is that they are typically very aware. So they know that there is an issue. They know that they, you know, they can identify these specific things that are happening over and over. They can identify, you know, these, these details and, and share, you know, these deep descriptive, very aware conversations in therapy but then on the other side, they're not really willing to take direction. They're not really willing to do the work. They're not really willing to take the action because they don't really trust her opinion. They're going to find a way to discount it. They're going to find a way to convince themselves that they know best. And so she said that a lot of those women end up, you know, coming to a couple sessions and then falling off or not really achieving the goals or seeing the real results, because at some point they end up convincing themselves that they got the answers. They know best. And I have been guilty of that. OK, I can specifically think about coaching calls that I sat in with people who were way more, you know, successful than me, because, you know, obviously I see them as being worthy of me paying them, investing in this coaching program. But at the same time, something in my spirit did not allow me to fully commit to what they were telling me I needed to do. 
Not fully. I might do a little bit of it, but I'm going to put my own little sauce on it. I might do a piece of what they told me, but I'm not going to do the full thing because something in me said I know best. Even though the best that I know only got me to where I am right now, which was paying them, investing to learn from them. There was still that little ego. There was still that little part of me that wouldn't allow me to put my pride aside for long enough to be productive, to actually follow the plan and see it through. And so I definitely see some truth in this. I definitely know some women like this who don't want to take direction, who don't want to listen, who think that they just know it all. And I can imagine how that translates, you know, in relationships, whether that is friendships, you know, romantic relationships. I just it's it's not um, the vibe, the energy that you want to put out when you are really interested in growth. So bringing this back to Grown Woman TV and the posts, the conversations that really sparked this whole owning your ish solo sermon. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Somebody posted um, on the Grown Woman TV page our, you know, in the bio, it says a safe space for black women to grow. That's what it's all about. Your safe space to grow. And she commented, I'm out of here. This isn't a safe space. Like this conversation should not be in my safe space. And I commented back like, you know, this is literally what you just said is literally the whole point of this. The whole grown in Grown Woman TV is about being able to be honest. It's about being willing to have a conversation that might not um, be cute. You know, it's, it's about being willing to have an honest conversation, a conversation that hopefully leads to growth. The safe space should be a space where we can be honest. It should be a space where we as black women, because this, you know, is a page, it's a network, it's a podcast, this specific clip. These are, you know, black women having these conversations. And so from in my opinion, we don't want to take criticism from black men. You know, if black if black men say anything, they're bashing black women. If black women say anything, you know, it's the whole pick me thing or, you know, we hate ourselves. There's a self-hate thing or 
or another thing that people, you know, tell me specifically is, well, how you say you like black women then? You know, if you posting this, how do you like black women? And I feel like, how can you... I love black women, so I want us to do better. I love black women, so we need to have these conversations. I love black women, so I want to encourage us to be willing to accept an opinion outside of our own. I love black women, so I want us to have this conversation amongst ourselves so we can get it together over here so that we can go out into the world and really start getting whatever it is that we want to get. But that's going to require growth and growing requires accountability. Growing requires considering another perspective. Growing requires being able to have tough conversations without running at the first disagreement. So you saying this ain't a safe space. I'm out of here. How how is that going to help you grow? Now, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not trying to keep nobody that don't want to be kept. So, you know, so long, sis. But the whole theory that if I disagree with your opinion and I'm going to also say a hit dog is going to holler. So I believe that a lot of the people who were barking in the comments where people who were really, you know, in alignment with whatever this clip was actually saying. So why not seek to understand? Why not seek to really, truly figure out how you can become whoever it is that you want to be? Not who I say you should be, not who any of these podcast guests or hosts say that you should be, but whoever you want to be, what type of growth is going to be required to get to where you want to go? I think it's going to start with you owning your ish so are you accountable for anything like you personally who can check you is there anybody who you trust is there anybody who you deem as worthy enough to have those tough conversations with you do you make excuses do you deflect do you get defensive i definitely i've gotten much better let me just give myself an arm that little pat on the back but when it comes to my husband and business I have consistently felt like don't tell me nothing about business you know this is my business I know what I'm doing over here that has been I don't say those things obviously but that has been my spirit so he probably feels those things and I know that that is me being guarded it's me being protective it's me being unwilling to consider any other opinion right and sometimes he be having some good ideas. Even when these ideas are phenomenal, it's like, but I don't want to take your idea. I want to make it my own. You know, like it's still the ego comes in, the pride comes in. And so can you be honest with yourself and identify some of those times when that creeps up on you? Identifying it will help you figure out how you can work through it. And what's the root of it? Because why do I have a problem with my husband asking me a question or giving me a suggestion about my business? Well, when I dig, 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 dig real deep, it all, all roads lead to my mama. Okay. I'm gonna have like a whole series, a mama marathon. Okay. Where I just talk about all my mommy issues, but it always leads back to my mom. And I know that, but I had to identify that. And that identification came from my willingness to be honest with myself. And that's another thing. Another group of the people in the comments are always giving the excuses why this behavior is what it is. So it's like, okay, I agree with what you're saying. Yes, black women can do better, but we are this way because of this. We are this way because we didn't have this. We are this way because, you know, so-and-so treated us like that. We are this way, which all of those things might be true. However, if I took on that mindset, that's literally like me telling my husband, I don't care what you have to say. I'm not going to consider your opinion because 
my mom made me feel unsafe when I told her things. So because my mom made me feel unsafe, because I don't trust my mom, because, you know, I'm not comfortable having these conversations, I'm not going to have them. And that just is what it is. That is not fair. That is not a grown woman way of doing life. And so, yes, you you can and you should identify the root we should have an understanding of why we are the way we are but then what are we going to do about it when are we going to take ownership of it and accountability for it and figure out okay yes my mama wasn't ish yes my my daddy wasn't around yes I had to deal with these you know um circumstances that you know I would never have chosen for myself however at this big age I'm going to figure out what I need to do, how I can own my own ish so that I can grow into the woman that God has created me to be so that I can live this life that I desire and deserve to live. So three things that I want you to do. Well, three and a bonus. Number one, objectively look at your life as objectively as you can. Okay, because this is your ish. But objectively look at your life right now, just right now in this season as a set of circumstances, like just just taking checking a temperature of your life in this moment and putting some key things in like two two different piles, so to speak, two different categories, two different boxes. The own it box, the things that you're proud of, the things that are going right, the things, you know, that are working in your favor. Versus the opt out pile, the things that you are getting rid of, the things that you need to let go of, the things that you are releasing because they no longer serve you, the mindsets, the beliefs, the habits, the people. So are you owning it or are you opting out? Just looking at this season in your life, how how are you operating in different areas, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally? How are you operating? And then what, what do you need to do to work on it? So take that objective look at your life and then really try to get to the root. Why are you showing up this way? Again, I had to identify what is it in me that's really triggering me because I love my husband. I trust him. I trust him. You know, like I trust him. So why is this triggering me? I really had to have a an introspective look, a tough conversation with myself and really, really Take that walk down memory lane as far back as I could go to really identify where does this trust issue truly come from? Because you can't suffer for the rest of our lives because of this problem. So I need to identify the root of the problem and then I need to work through it. Get some resources. Once you figure out the root, you got to get some resources, whether that's a therapist, a coach, a book, something. But you cannot just use that as an excuse for why you are the way you are and why people, not just your man, but why people should take you as you are. So how can you improve? Who do you need to become? We always focus on this to-do list, especially us boss babes. And I'm doing air quotes as boss chicks, right? We always got these to-do lists. We're always getting ish done. But who are we becoming? What's on your to-be list? Are you working to be more kind, more gentle with yourself? A lot of times we could be gentle, you know, with other people. But how are you being with yourself? Are you working to be more assertive? That was, you know, that's still something. Let me not say was. That's still something I'm working on. I am working on being more assertive. 
so that I don't have to get aggressive. That's my own personal little testimony, okay? Because a pattern that I identified in my owning-ish, just so y'all know, I'm not just on here telling y'all some stuff, okay? These are literally the things that I have to do. So one of the things that I identified in my owning-ish, I would have these relationships with all different people, people, but usually people who worked for me, worked with me, Either way, it was multiple people and it will always end badly. It would always end badly. And it wasn't, I mean, obviously, in my opinion, it was always something that they did. But when I backtracked and really took a look, an objective look, I realized that the thing that it ended over, it always ended in me being aggressive. Let me just say that. It always ended in me being aggressive, right? Like me having to check somebody that's how it ended and I'm like why do I always this can't be like normal right why is this my reality why do I always end up in this position why are people always trying me is really what I felt like like why are people always trying me and then I realized that people were always trying me because I was I didn't check them on the first on the first try right the first time they played in my face I let them get away with it. I act like they weren't playing with me that's what it was. I didn't put up any boundaries. I wasn't assertive up front. So I had to get aggressive on the back end. And then it was a blow up and it was over with. And that was an ob- objective observation that I had to look back over my life and really make. So on my to be list, I really, truly, actively work on being assertive, not making people guess, not sweeping stuff under the rug, not acting like I didn't see that, not pretending like you know, I don't disagree with what you just said, but I'm not going to say anything about it. No, we can talk about it, right? We're going to talk about it now so that we don't have to argue about it later. And so what is on your to be list? Who do you need to become? What are some of the attributes of the woman that you want to become, that you want to grow into so that you can get to whatever it is that you believe that God has for you? And then finally, the last thing that I have for you is this free quiz that I actually created a couple months ago for this, um, Uh, workshop that I did. It's a quiz that's called, how do you show up? And the ladies who took it said that it was super accurate. So if you got some free time, check it out below. If you have not already joined the lost and found broadcast channel on Instagram, definitely make sure you come hang out every single day. I am dropping the link to the daily solo sermons. I'm also sharing encouragement um, to keep you going. If you are taking this lost and found challenge with me, um, I'm just want to encourage you. I want to thank you for committing to this. Thank you for sticking around and I will see you tomorrow on the next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.